Hello and welcome to Dine With Me. I'm Callie Punchard, your podcast hostess with the mostess, food obsessive, tableware enthusiast and founder of Studio Dine. In this podcast, I chat with guests about what would make their dream dinner party, from the dishes they'd serve and the drinks they'd pair to their guests, music, hosting and more. If you're new to the podcast, make sure to subscribe and share it with your friends and then pour yourself a glass of whatever you're drinking and let's get into it. Alex Bosire is the co-founder of These Days Drinks, a drinks brand bringing classical aperitivo into the 21st century. Their range of spritz uses natural fruit flavours and organic wine from the south of France, which is mixed together and then carbonated, making the drinks taste great, but lower in sugar, calories and easy to serve. They've also just opened a bar in the middle of Bermondsey Beer Mile, so if you fancy a cool spritz on a hot day this summer, you know where to go. Hello, how are you? Uh, yeah, good, thanks. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Thank you for having me. I'm uh, very excited to be on here. As I was saying yeah, before we fun. started, very esteemed esteemed lineup of guests come before me, so I'm feeling very <laughs> grateful. Yeah. No, and you continue the esteemed yes. lineup of guests. Yeah, very much, very much so. <laughs> no, well, thank you so much for coming on. It's really good to chat to you. Um, really excited about your. Uh, your bar that you've just opened which i haven't managed to come to yet but i will <laughs> yeah please do i mean we need people to go so that'd be great uh yeah no it's very <laughs> exciting uh have hopefully has not removed any of my energy for thinking about dinner parties but if anything got me more in the mood i'd say <laughs> <laughs> yeah i bet do you want to um do you want to tell everyone a little bit about you for anyone that um it doesn't know who you are, it doesn't know about these days. Yeah, sure. So I am Alex, and I guess I am the creative director and co-founder of these days. Uh, we are a independent drinks company who make ready-to-drink spritzes um, that are made with organic wine and real fruit, and then we bottle them and can them, sell them in bars um, and pubs and and sort of small bottle shops, mostly around London, um, but then also in some places in the Northeast. And we have also just opened our, I mean, I was about to say first, at the moment only, <laughs> uh, Aperitivo Bar in Bermondsey, um, which we opened a couple of weeks ago, where we sell our two house spritzes, and then a sort of really small selection of um, aperitifs uh, from our little cute little archway on the, the Bermondsey Beer Mall. So if you are in London, please come and say hello. <laughs> it looks so good. You guys have done such a good job with it. Yeah, no, it was um, tough to get it all together, but it's, yeah, now it's done. It's, it's looking all right. I mean, we've gone for a, a stripped back DIY aesthetic, mostly due to budget and time constraints, but it is, it's looking good, is what I would say. Needs must. <laughs> Yes, they were mustard. <laughs> no, it looks great. How did these days come about in uh, when you first started? Uh, so I run it with two other people, Ollie, uh, who does sort of the operations side of things, and then Johnny, who's like our salesperson. Ollie and I have known each other since we were tiny, little, little babies 
when we were at school together. So we've known each other since we were like eight years old. And he used to be a bartender at uh, the Culpepper Group. So Culpepper and the Bucks team, which are two um, really good cocktail mm-hmm. bars in East London. And then he came up with the idea during lockdown. Had a lot of time sitting around doing nothing, which he was using much more effectively than I was. And he came up with the idea to do like raised drink spritzes. Uh, and then he got me involved, I guess, like three years ago, sort of in like January 2020. Yeah. And then built the brand, um, did a year, got went around once, went around again. And Johnny is someone that Ollie knew from uh, when he used to work in bars. So Johnny used to sell Ollie whiskey um, professionally, nice. not personally uh when i went to the bars and then subsequently <laughs> not on the side <laughs> no well, i don't know actually so if i am dobbing him in i apologize johnny but um uh yeah then so that's how they know each other so ollie got him involved they were friends from that so it's sort of three friends uh running this drinks company but it's, it's kind of ollie's brainchild really he's the he's the guy who came up with the drinks ideas and that kind of stuff so i'm the dinner party guy well <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> no, it's amazing. You guys look like you you're smashing it at the moment. Um and I um when well well when I first heard of you was when Harriet and I Harriet from Harriet says hi did um did a pop up shop for both of our our products and you guys kindly gave, sent us some drinks to sponsor it. So they went down a treat. They went down a treat. <laughs> You know, I'm very glad. That was a great, that was a great little pop up. And I'm always very happy to get involved with uh, anyone doing cool, cool stuff with some some beautiful objects like you guys are doing. So it was, it was a pleasure to be involved. So you obviously have a love for spritz, but are you a foodie? Am I a foodie? I think I would. Uh, shun the the term but mm-hmm. i probably fall i'm more foodie than not foodie i wouldn't say that yeah. i'm a self-confessed foodie i'm not like um always seeking out new places to eat i think i have a certain i like nice food i like cooking i love cooking i love cooking for people I love cooking for my friends um and expressing myself through food maybe um mm-hmm. but i wouldn't say that i like I'm hunting like I don't I'm hunting on lists for places to eat I'm really bad at being sort of culinarily explorative yeah. I, the thing that I like is like homeliness or not homeliness maybe but like mm-hmm. places to eat or restaurants which are um have something going on that maybe is not just the food like I like places that are cheap and people go can eat at regularly rather than like expensive mm. treat places more i think like local little spots that, that, um, totally. where, that where you have a bit to. more like community and it's just like the experience of actually like being yeah. there with ours rather than the food is like a nice place to yeah. go if you want to go and eat some something relatively tasty better than at home and uh they're not gonna like break the bank um yeah i live in i live in Ladywell in southeast and there's lots of good little nice. places around around here where it's like places for people to go and get food 
the restaurant is yeah, a place nice. you're to not, eat, not to You're not too far from seen. me. I'm like East Dulwich Forest yeah, Hill. Exactly. And there's lots of nice places like that around here. Yeah. Sorry, look. Yeah, nice. So, so sounds like hosting is your vibe. Yeah. I, well, yes, it is. I'm. I like to. Well, I wouldn't say. Yeah. No, I think hosting is my my one of my favorite things to do. I love making something for people. I've seen. I've seen people enjoy something. I like mm-hmm. the way that when you're hosting someone, you like trying to bring people together to have fun. I think that's something that I find really rewarding. Um, putting on the right music and making the right food and that kind of stuff. I think hosting is the thing that I enjoy more than like the cooking element. I'm more, mm-hmm. I'm a terrible waiter. I've worked hospitality. <laughs> I'm awful. Like really, yeah. I was very bad. But I'd say in the, in the sort of the hospitality world, I'm more front of house and back of house. I'm not... Um, I'm not a, I'm not, I'm a, I'm a good ish cook, but I'm not like incredible and I'm not great at like mm-hmm. doing, you know, you're not going to come for dinner at my house and have some sort of, some incredible dish you've never heard of or had before. You're going to have some, yes. some good at home cooking and, uh, and, 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 and hopefully some, some fun. Um, yeah. but yeah, I, th- I think hosting is my thing. Hosting is the thing that I, I find really rewarding. Um, yeah, nice. The like the element of bringing people together, building something from lots of different little elements. Yeah. yeah, rather than the cooking specifically, the cooking just being like a byproduct of of that having. It's part having of the. It's yeah. part of the whole piece. You know, it's it's yeah. some of its parts. I guess is a thing that um that I like. Mm-hmm. So, so are you going to be the host of of your dream dinner party? Oh God, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, okay. I think so. Uh, I, 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 yes. I, I think that was be my favorite thing to do. I prefer hosting to to being hosted. I think. Uh, um, why I don't is know. That? I don't know why. <laughs> I, I won't say because <laughs> I want to be. I, I think I like just the rewarding element of like. I, I like being at home as well. Uh, I prefer mm-hmm. to be. I like to be. <laughs> like when a dinner party stretches on a little bit and there's nothing better than a dinner party stretching on a little bit and knowing that your bed is just upstairs that's perfect yeah um but yeah i think i would love to host my own my own dinner my, my dream dinner party i think um given the the limitless uh resources of the dream dinner party i think yes uh there's there's scope to have quite a lot of fun that being said perfect. i think my, 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 i think most of the reason i like to host it is because my favorite way to enjoy dinner party is like when it's something really personal, when it's mm-hmm. um, with my friends, when those are my fondest memories of dinner party, dinner parties, when it's, um, yeah. With people I know and it's familiar. Whereas I think if it's, if I pick someone else to do it, like, uh, one of my guests or like a fictional person or something, I think I would end up in a situation I could quite easily find myself being a bit uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> you're, you're, it's your territory, your... Yeah, I'm trying to very much keep it in my comfort zone. Yeah. <laughs> but <still> fun. <laughs> yeah. I think there's so much pressure that I found so far with talking to people about this, with, like, picking the right people. And, like, I've had a couple of guests say um, they've put a lot of pressure on, like, who they would have because they feel like they need to learn something or find something out or and actually... 
the dinner party should just be about having having fun and being comfortable. I think the best dinner parties are when you are super comfortable and so is everybody else because then everybody feels like they can have the best time. You, you never want people to feel like they they can't be themselves or have fun, you know? Yeah, exactly. And I think I found that really difficult when I was thinking of my guests because I think I was saying to you before my my innate uh like reaction to having a dinner party like that who I'd invite is like my friends or a guest list that's not very exclusive uh but that's because yeah like you said it's about the best dinner parties are places where people feel relaxed uh and that doesn't always mean uh, having such having like an incredibly um like unique or big uh sort of production uh Mm -hmm. for the thing I think when it's like something yeah, we want an environment people feel really, really relaxed, where people can maybe meet new people. Or, uh, I think having having too many big names there, too many big personalities can cause problems. You want an mm. environment where everyone feels that they can relax and, and be involved. True. Very, very true. So, well, we'll get on to guests, but location, are you, are you hosting at yours or are you... Are you going outside the box? So, location-wise, I was really... This is obviously where I first started my thinking, and I was really presented with two sort of divergent paths. One was being true to what I just said about uh, the best dinner parties being in environment people feel relaxed and not necessarily being the most sort of high-profile uh, or, you know imaginative locations and that did make me think maybe my garden my garden is currently nice. looking very horrible so i could not <laughs> in good conscience take anyone in there at the moment the old house i used to live in had a lovely garden uh lots of lovely, nice trees perfect place to have a table outside mm-hmm. um so i think somewhere like that doesn't have to be there but any i think a house with a garden uh where you can shove some tables together I don't want like nice big long table. I want like you had to bring tables together. I want the dining table yeah. with uh another like the, the garden table and you put I'd, table yeah, cross yeah. over the top. That's what that's what I want. So I think the, that's like, what I would go for. The, the higgledy piggledyness of like having to pull yeah, the different furniture exactly. together sort of to chaotic, make it work. Uh, yeah. Exactly. Um the other thing I was thinking about is on the other hand, it would be also fantastic to do it in a place that I would love to go to but have never been to, which yeah. is uh, at the top of one of the towers in the Barbican. Uh, there is a like a duplex flat penthouse thing, which I saw okay. a right move when I was having, I, like, I think I was looking for someone to live and instead of looking for like three beds in South East London, I thought, well, I'll just see what's out there. To buy, yeah, <laughs> danger I, in that central is the London. First mistake <laughs> when looking for somewhere to live. <laughs> yeah, places I cannot afford, and will never be yeah, able to afford because then everything is downhill. <laughs> yeah, I mean, this is a real downgrade. Isn't another house very nice, but it is not a penthouse duplex in the Barbican. Uh, yeah. But up there, they are, one of the flats was on right move, and it has like a kind of conservatory at the top where you can have this massive uh, view, obviously, of all of central London. So I think mm-hmm. if I was going to be able to host it in my house anywhere, that's what I want to be my house. So that is where I would host it. So either yeah, nice. a garden or up a tower 
in central London yeah. in a concrete block. Those two places are not the same. I understand that. But yeah. sentimentally to me, I feel like... Well, either way, it would be home. It's yeah, yeah, just exactly. Maybe yeah. the dream home. Exactly. Yeah, I think. But I think the key is to... the key is home. I want somewhere I could be. I want somewhere I can potter yeah. around. I can start yeah. a bit of dishwashing if I need to. You know, that's also yeah. I think yeah, an yeah, essential yeah. part of the dinner party experience. <laughs> yeah, perfect. I, li- I like that a lot. Um, okay, so the table you touched on bringing all the different tables together throwing a tablecloth over all of them. Are you doing anything else in terms of dressing your table? Are you, have you got bits and pieces at home that you like to use? Or is that again, like throwing throwing what you got together? I think yeah, the, 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 the theme that maybe the thread that sort of runs through what I like with dinner parties is that sort of slightly anarchic, it takes a village kind of feeling. Like I like it when it feels like, uh not too organized it feels relaxed it feels like things have been brought together probably quite last minute because i'm not very organized to to make yeah. this and the tables are part of that the table having tables of different heights possibly and also shapes is because you've realized you've invited too many people and we need cardboard tapes um yeah. yeah like when you've got a square one and then there's a round one added on the end exactly yeah yeah. yeah 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 similarly with the stuff on the table uh i have got now a collection of not matching but quite nice bowls that i have picked up like big serving bowls Lovely. and stuff like that from car boots and i think very much in the in the sense that if you put them all on the table you'd be like none of this matches or or, or really looks possibly fantastic together but yeah uh individually they're quite nice so i think i'd use some of them um mm-hmm. also true to being disorganized i think the last time we had a dinner party here I thought I wanted to make the table look nice, so I grabbed some flowers from around the garden, put them on the table, which actually mm-hmm. works pretty well. So I think that yeah. is a tip that I would certainly... You don't need to go out to the, the florists. You can literally, if there are flowers nearby, grab them. People do not know the difference. Uh, yeah. So, <laughs> so totally. uh, I'll do a bit of that, but I haven't got like a massive collection. I'm not, and I'm not particularly like picky about silverware or what plates like it's the like i said before i think it's like a functional not functional that's not right i think it's about <laughs> uh focus functional is too like unemotional and exciting but it's like there's i think there's a real excitement and a joy to having stuff that feels thrown together it feels like we're making this mm-hmm. work and you don't have to be too precious about the plates or the glasses or yeah so yes that's one thing i will not have enough matching wine glasses everyone will have different yeah. wine glasses there yeah. may be some sort of water beakers type little short glasses being used mm-hmm. to, for wine. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Don't nice. Like it. those, um, those Duralex ones. Yeah. Yeah. Do not expect like yeah. napkins will not be in napkin holders. There will not be like a, like rolled up. <laughs> no swans here. It's obvious swan freezer. No. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're sticking with, you're sticking with the, the mismatched vibe. I like it. Yeah, exactly. I mean, uh, as I've sort of alluded to already, I'm, I'm not a fantastic, uh, I'm not fantastically organized. So I think keep it, uh, keep it relaxed, uh, keep it a little bit DIY. And I think people, um, I think people will be surprised like how, how great a table can look if you do just like snip a couple of things out the garden here and there and pop them in a, in a glass with a bit of water, you know, like that's, 
I think people big up dinner parties in their heads sometimes and feel like they need to be more like put together thought through and actually like it is just doing those quick little things adding a couple of things to the table and then once everyone's there and you've got the wine and the food and (laughs) and whatever you're drinking like that's all you need yeah definitely I think it's really I mean it's not I wouldn't say it's just a thought that counts but I think putting a little bit of effort in goes a long way some some uh some flowers in a little water jug it does make quite a big difference that being said uh people that do do those a beautiful tablescape is a beautiful thing uh when it's when it's well organized well yeah i have i have literally just said the tablescape doesn't have to be that important when that is literally what literally i do the whole. <laughs> as my job but so, it is important in some you can, cases yeah but you can also like you can make it there are different kinds of good right there's like if it's yeah. just friends at home it doesn't need to be the most like inventive yeah. incredible totally. like uh, thing necessarily like but if it was it'd be incredible yeah and I think well I think it's it's being being clever about like little things rather than that's what I yeah. meant like you don't yeah, need yeah. to like go all out and spend loads of money and um you, like you've usually got things that you can pull from or there are loads of and um, also there are loads of like great yeah there are like like you said there are loads of little things you can pull from grabbing little bits of flowers from the garden and stuff and then mm-hmm. there are loads of you can get some beautiful candles real easy now so some beautiful candles yeah. and some nice candle holders um and uh and some flowers can make can make a table look really pretty i think especially if you can, i'm also a massive fan of serving from the table as well because i think that's always yeah. good when you get all the food if it's sharing stuff get all the food on the table some flowers mm-hmm. some wine candles looking nice well then then the food becomes the like becomes the yeah, table yeah, scape. Yeah. um which also gives that like really nice homely yeah feeling like togetherness vibe doesn't it like sharing nice yeah exactly so guests let's come back to guests one dead one alive one fictional although you'd love to have your friends (laughs) who for the most part are still all alive and real <laughs> so that, <laughs> that makes two categories quite tough to so... do uh but yeah so i think guess is something i've found difficult because i love to overthink and also uh like i said a lot of my sort of dinner party love comes from doing it with people that are relatively familiar to me i think i find yeah. having to Having too many like celebrities or big personalities would be quite intimidating, you know. I don't want to create an environment with loads of people who uh, are loads of people with some guests there who <laughs> could be, you know, a bit more uh, high profile than I'm used to in my garden. Um, mm-hmm. But I think, I and mean, also, what I went, went back and thought about is like, what do I think makes a good dinner party? Yes, because really that's what we're sort of trying to mm-hmm. get to. And I think. You want what you want. My favorite guests, even if it's just like a friend of a friend who's come or something, it's always good to have someone who's funny, but not too funny. You don't want someone who's like <laughs> hogging the line, yeah. like who's trying to do a sort of their type five audition for a uh, comedy club uh, at yeah. the table. You want someone who's like funny in a sort of witty uh, way and like can help other people enjoy jokes and like, mm-hmm. good storyteller um i think that's always a great part of a of a, of a dinner party 
then other good person to have there is someone who's really good at asking like probing questions and really good at uh if at one end you have sort of the the funny person holding court a little bit being funny you want at the other end you know after the dinner party's been going for a few hours people have sort of moved seats and stuff you want you know three or four people at the other end of the table really getting into it having a having you know not nothing too deep but having like an interesting conversation about something Mm -hmm. so i think having someone who can be who can be interested who's got experiences or got stories and is a a nice sort of measured personality i think is always a really great person to have someone that can ask good probing questions get people to talk about themselves make people feel comfortable um Mm -hmm. create an environment where people feel like they can relax and they can be themselves i think those people are really really great Um, yeah so i think those are sort of the two types of people that i think are really important it also can be good to have a bit of a wild card. Mm-hmm. Uh, Great. Uh, and uh, someone a little bit, uh, not devices, but someone who can help keep people on their toes a little bit. Um, mm-hmm. And also someone who can help out. I think that's always good to have a guest who can come up to you and be like, do you need a hand with anything? And who you can trust to, to take care of things. Yeah. So that's kind <laughs> of what I've gone for with my three. Like those are the, those okay. are the, those are the sort of angles that I was working, um, right? Or like the criteria I was working with, I guess. Loose guest guidelines, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Which I would say to anyone who's come to my house before, I don't actually usually apply these that stringently. It's usually like who's around. So if any of my friends <laughs> listen to this, don't who's worry. Available? Don't be like, wait, hold on, which one am I? Because you're not falling into <laughs> one of those categories. Um, but yeah, so I've gone for. A, where should I start? Alive. Yeah, start with the live. Uh, so I think for a live, uh, I, I, this, is, this is where I picked, I was going to pick my funny person. So okay. I, have a, I have a couple of options, well, two options. I think either uh, Bob Mortimer, because he is like, yeah. that man is um, um, deranged, <laughs> but... <laughs> quite funny quite incredibly yeah. funny and has like an incredible stories like unbelievable stories yeah. i would i mean i mean the reason i want to invite him is because i want to hear some stories him. from him yeah, really. yeah, yeah. uh but yeah i think he'd be fantastic um mm-hmm. like really funny but also like you know he's a bit older he's been around he's he's not trying to to he's not like a huge doesn't seem like a huge personality yeah um, he can yeah, also yeah. fish so it's possible there might be some some from fresh, uh, some, some fresh he, fish being brought. Is he your supplier as well? <laughs> is it like we need to make sure he arrives on time or before, ideally, because otherwise people will be yeah. going hungry. <laughs> and he said it's successful. Yeah, he's he's providing the food, but you should probably let him know that before he arrives. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, don't eat it on the way here because we need it. Um, so okay, amazing. probably him. The other person I was thinking about was Eric Andre, who I think is also very, very funny, but uh, very weird, too weird, I think, unfortunately. I think he <laughs> would, I don't know if I could trust him to be normal for the for the duration. Right. So unfortunately, Eric has been uninvited. Sorry, Eric. But okay. uh, he nearly he nearly made the cut, but yeah, he, yeah, yeah. not quite. No. He, can, he can bring the fish with him. Someone so. texted me and they said, is it okay if I bring him? And I said, ah. Yeah, I'm gonna be fine. But then they sort of got the vibe. They were like, mm, maybe I shouldn't be. Nice. <laughs> okay. Cool. So Bob Mortimer. Yeah. 
So he's my yeah, he's my alive. And then for my my dead, I picked I have sort of two people in my mind, both of them quite I'm not similar, but like I guess similar in some senses. Um but for the same reason I wanted someone who, you know, been around, has some good stories, um really lived a life, uh someone that could bring like really interesting perspective to stuff. I was thinking either David Bowie, who I think yeah. lived a really incredible life, like uh really saw it all and would have some amazing stories and yeah. was by the well as he got older it was quite like seems like quite a measured um interesting individual who had quite interesting perspectives on stuff. Um mm-hmm. I mean like I really love his music, but I'd be really interested. To, I'm sure he'd have some incredible stories about yeah, all sorts of nonsense that he's seen, party, seen and done. Um, yeah, uh, but also like was very interested in in the world. So I think he would be he would be one mm-hmm. one of them. The other person I was thinking also was Nina Simone, whose music I I love probably yeah. I pro- love probably more, and also lived an incredible life. Like um, was so involved in the civil rights movement and also wrote amazing music and the way that she started making music as well, I think it's, it's really interesting. Only mm-hmm. problem with her is she did go a, a little bit insane towards the end of her life. So maybe her on a really good day, I think it could be great. Mm-hmm. Um, but those are the I guess it's I your think, dream dinner party. So you could pick, make sure that she's feeling, what? she's feeling her best, but yeah. she, I think she'd be <laughs> incredible because she'd have so many interesting stories and amazing mm-hmm. perspectives on the world. She lived in, um, so many different places and saw so much stuff and so much change. I think she would be mm. incredible person to talk to. Um, as in, she'd be, she's my, my person who'd be down the other end, getting into it with, with, with the, with the, the intellectuals. Uh, yeah. I'll probably be at the other end of the table, maybe with Bob <laughs> talking about fish for a bit of it, but <laughs> I definitely put down, check if they were all right. Yeah. Get a little bit of, uh, get into it a little bit. So I think one of those nice. two for my, for my my dad. Okay, and if then, you had to, if you had to pick, if I had to push you for one, who are you going for? I'll go with Nina. I'll go with Nina because I think she okay. she has she's really really interesting. I think she she could tell me a lot of stuff that I didn't know. Yeah, uh, I think she'd be Great. fantastic. I think she'd be a really interesting all, an all timer, yeah. an all timer. Mm. Um, she'd probably be one of those people also that you you feel like you know what you're going to get, but she'd probably like throw some. Yeah. 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 I think, I think there's some random things loads in there of stuff well. that she, she could yeah. talk about from growing up and um, her life performing and stuff that would be incredibly mm. interesting. And also mm. music. Totally. Actually, that's something that I hadn't even factored in. She's such a, mm. she'd be such a great, uh, I'd make sure I had a keyboard, one of those tiny little yeah, no. plastic pianos. And I'd just be like, Nina, can you, do, do I like that you're. Um, I love that you're dual purposing all your guests so far. <laughs> you got, it takes a village, like I said at the beginning. Yeah, you got exactly. to make sure that everyone's bringing something. You're coming, but you're bringing the fish. You're coming, but you're doing an act later on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Again, look, to all my friends who come to previous dinner parties, this is not going to be the new criteria going forward you don't need to learn card tricks or anything so it's all good i think you should set some new standards Actually, no, think about it. that's actually quite a good idea but mind that everyone's got a little act you don't want it turning yeah. into two um no. talent show you know like britain's got talent situation 
Yeah. Although, my, ideal, my, my ideal table setup is all my guests stand on a big stage. I sit on a table <laughs> with three buses. <laughs> uh, so good. I mean, that would be a good dinner party concept. Yeah, you could do a kind of like everyone brings something and then you get buzzed out. At the end, it's just you yeah. and the winner. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe not. Really. No, well, maybe every maybe everybody can stay for dinner, but at least you've got to come with a talent and you've got to perform it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> It'd be I mean, good. That'd um... be good because I'm largely talentless when it comes to like performance. <laughs> so I could just be like managing the thing. Everyone I can get You'd like be... talented people together, facilitate yeah, the host. You're, you're providing the food. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, and you're. Wait, so Dead Alive and your fictional guest. My fictional guest, uh, I was, again, I'm going to sort of explain where I got to because uh, I picked two chefs. Well, in my head, I was thinking about two different two chefs, both quite different, mm-hmm. um, but both not real, I guess. Uh, same in that sense. The first person I thought of, I don't know why, but was, was Remy the Rat from Ratatouille. <laughs> Because you know, before you even said that, when you said fictional chefs, I went, I wonder if it's Ratatouille. Yeah. It's, How weird. Yeah, because <laughs> it would be different. Yeah. And it'd be good to have a bit of culinary experience. Yeah. <laughs> so he was my first thought. But then I thought, how much would other people be able to relate to Remy, relate to him? And would yeah. it be, could it cause problems? There's a cat that comes to our garden quite a lot. I don't want to mm. have to be pulling guests out of the cat's mouth that could be that could be difficult no no not ideal um, for the guests so then i was thinking about <laughs> the, the the other element of, of, a, of a dinner party guests i think can be really exciting if they're not funny or not not funny but if they're not you know going to be the, the a, a little bit of the this the court jester and if they're maybe not as storied i think it's really good to have someone that can help you out a little bit can give you a little bit mm-hmm. of help when you need to and also sort of understands how to be at a dinner party world, how to host one well as well, because I think that can really help having sort of like a second host mm-hmm. running things when you're maybe in the kitchen getting something ready, or I think that can really help. And I think one of the fictional characters I've seen who really understands what it is to be a good host and really understands what it means to put on a good dinner party is um, Stanley Tucci in the film, I think it's called Big Night, where he plays a character called Secundo. It's about him and his brother who are trying who run a, a, a Italian restaurant in Jersey, I think, and they're trying to put on this big show to this one big dinner party to impress a uh, singer. They're told who's coming to the to the restaurant, and it's about them making this incredible spread of food and wine, and it's like a fantastic example of what I think is really great about hosting. The spread is incredible, but also mm. it's about the people coming together and everyone has yeah. loads to drink and talk to people they don't know and uh, playing games and having fun. And I, and uh, him and his brother really understand how to like cultivate that environment. So I think nice. having, having the Tooch in character there would be, would be fantastic. Mm. Um, also, uh, he makes a thing called a, t- is a timpano. It's like when they stack it's like a layered italian dish where they okay. they like stack all these incredible it's like loads of sausages and then mints and all these different <laughs> bits and it's like this huge like cake of food uh mm-hmm. and it's like this sort of showstopper piece and i would love for him to bring one of those with him 
So again, nice. I guess true to form the other three guests, I'm hoping that yeah, you bring something. Yeah, they've got to bring something. <laughs> yeah, but I think it'd be great to have him. I think he'd be really good at running the table, making sure everyone's glasses are topped up. Um, yeah. I am um, big Stanley Tucci fan. have not seen that film. It's really so good. I'm going to yeah. go and watch it. He has it. hair in it, so it's quite old. Mm. Also, weirdly, the episode that is coming out before this episode is with Stanley has- Tucci. <laughs> has Stanley Tucci in real life? Oh, uh, yeah, real I think that's Stanley it. Tucci. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm kind and of now. You've got, you've got fictional Stanley Tucci. Well, Stanley Tucci as a fictional character. I'm kind of. I think. I mean, I am cheating a little bit because I think this mm. character is quite. It's not based on him, but I think it's like part of his personality. Who he actually yeah, is? Yeah. yeah. So like, when you see this, you're like this. It may, when you see the film, his subsequent like food work makes a lot of sense, and his like, attitude towards mm-hmm. food and that kind of stuff. I think yeah. it's, a, it's a really great movie. For, if you love food as something that isn't just about something you eat, I think it's a great, yeah, um, great thing, great, great thing to watch. Okay, added to the list. Noted. Definitely. Okay, well, great group, all providing something other than their own selves at this party, <laughs> which I like. Do you think? How do you think they'd get on as a group? What do you think the dynamic would be like? Well. I think Bob will be fine. I'm not worried about Bob. Um, he can fall asleep at the table. That's my only real concern. <laughs> uh, maybe get him to leave. Um, I think that I think I'd be interested to see how they will go. And I think Secundo Stanley Tucci's character can be a little mm-hmm. bit. You know, he's a great host, but he he's quite fiery. Yeah, he can be a bit um, um, not a loose cannon, but he can. You know, he he's got opinions. So I could him, mm-hmm. imagine maybe like him and Nina having a bit of, uh, uh, you know, getting into it together. But I think that would be healthy. Mm-hmm. Um, healthy debate, yeah. Yeah, 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 definitely. Um, but dinner parties have a bit of healthy, healthy not debate. Not too healthy, but yeah, the, the right amount. The right amount. <laughs> um, so I think that would be really good. And I think, um, you know, Bob can get on with anyone, as far as I could tell. I mean, he's yeah, he's a complete loo. <laughs> so everyone will probably spend quite a lot of time listening to him but you know, I, think they'll get on, I think they'll get on pretty well and I think you know it'd be a dinner party being conducted in a respectful environment everyone would be being well behaved I'd hope for the most part mm-hmm. um, we'll get some games going we'll get some games going we'll get them yeah. some what is it the fold up piece of paper in the thing in the bowl you have to fish it out yeah we'll do some of them we'll probably get, have to get quite an old uh, trivial pursuit because Nina Simone and and Secundo are quite old characters. Oh, yeah. I don't think they'd get. They need. They need the old no. one that I wouldn't understand. Mm. They need the like the one with the USSR still in it. <laughs> otherwise, they'll be yeah, really. They'll be wouldn't. like, what? What are all these countries? Wouldn't where be they very come good from? for them. Otherwise, <laughs> yeah, like, this is a nightmare. <laughs> this is awful. Uh, so it has a fun way to get around that. But apart from that, I think I think it'd be fine. Nice. Yeah. And um, so music at your dinner party. What what are you going to be listening to? Music is interesting because it is something that I really, really love. And I think probably the element of the dinner party that I overthink the most because I love to be tweaking, changing it and trying to get the right song, that kind of stuff. And especially since we've started the bar, I've really, I basically just built two massive playlists. We've got bar, we've got bar quiet. And right. I'm happy. I'm happy with bar. I'm not happy with bar quiet quite yet. It's a bit quiet sometimes, a bit loud other times. I'm mm-hmm. quite got the balance right, but um, I really believe that music. Work is in a, progress. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. As is everything. As is everything. Yeah. Um, but I really, I really believe that music is a great, is really important for like setting the vibe, getting people's yeah. heads in the right spaces and that kind of stuff. Um, so I think I would be probably playing, I have a f- couple of dinner party playlists um, that there's lots of like relaxed kind of bossa nova-y stuff, some nice old, some yacht rock, some sort of fun sort of 70s rock music and stuff like that nice relaxed nice. music I think that's what I'll be playing um, just let that run and then probably be up and down at the laptop putting stuff on because that's what I'm always doing yeah. um, so I think that's what I'd, I'd do and then like I said as well I'd probably leave some space for, for, for Nina to perform if she wanted to because I'd be playing most of her music yeah. anyway oh well actually the other thing that I love as well at dinner parties requests are encouraged requests are encouraged Love it if someone comes over and they say, oh, I love this song. Can we put on this? Perfect. Let's do it. Definitely. Yeah. But less so. More of a problem. But, <laughs> yeah, but no, a little bit, little bit trickier. Encouraged. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I think we do something like that. Nice. Yeah, and then when your guests feel comfortable enough to, like, be like, oh, let's put this on or, like, let's change this or yeah, I yeah. think that always, like, leads to a... Um, a good atmosphere and i love i love being at the laptop looking at the table and thinking oh what would that person have listened to in front of yeah. person? they'll get them to go oh yeah I, I wonder i think it would be quite interesting to hear how like nina simone got on with like newer music now yeah i'm not sure she's got quite strong opinions on stuff mm. uh i don't know what she'd think of uh charlie xcx I mean, hopefully she'd like it. I would really it, like re- to see, though. Yeah, yeah. That would be a real, that would be a real trip. That would be fantastic. And then at the end, she'd just be like, let me show you how it's done. Yeah, yeah. Maybe she'd do a little cover for me. That would be, be a real mind melter. Yeah. Oh, so good. Okay, so the an ever-changing background music. Yeah, yeah, I think, but you know, okay. nice, easy listening. I think it's the, mm-hmm. you know, as it gets a little okay. bit later into the evening, we can start to. Oh yeah, more ABBA, always more ABBA. You, yes, yeah. always more ABBA. Ollie, I, I cannot come with the podcast representing these days if I if I do not say there needs to be a healthy, healthy dose of ABBA because that is Ollie's absolute go-to. Like I know that if he was having okay. a dinner party <laughs> on his behalf, if these days he's having a dinner party, there would be more ABBA than than there should be. But that's what we want. Well, now I absolutely, definitely have to come to the bar. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. If Abba is the soundtrack, sing along I'm there. The, my dream for the bar is sing along at closing time. That's what I want. Yeah, little. Uh... Yeah, we um we had uh, Super Troopers our first dance song at our wedding. Oh, uh, <laughs> yes, that'd be perfect. That's what me and Ollie would probably. Great. <laughs> the work, the work, marriage. <laughs> Yeah. You play it as the last song every night before you shut. Yeah, yeah. That's actually I haven't tried that yet, but I will that'll if I, if he's in a funk, I'll yeah. give it a go. That'll probably cheer him yeah, up. Yeah, good good idea. Have you been to um the Abba Voyage thing? I haven't, no, but I've seen some people coming back from it on I was on the uh, the night tube oh, once really? and they looked like they had had an absolute whale of a time. They looked like I they went and it was buzzing. amazing. Really? Yeah, no, I'm not it, surprised. It's super weird, like, because they're Holograms or whatever, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and like, because it's kind of set up like a gig, they have the side screens where you can see them closer. 
yeah. than they but are. Not re- yeah. <laughs> but you don't want to look at the side screens because it kind of ruins the illusion. Yeah. <laughs> but they look incredible on the on the main bit. It's maybe so that's weird. Maybe yeah, we will put it on the list. Yeah. You can do big. Yeah, you can Watch the big night, and I'll have a watch. Yeah, perfect. <laughs> <laughs> I also went with like my whole family, so it was just oh, hilarious. Yes. I mean, it, it was fun. So it is. It is a, Family totally, day absolutely, yeah. yeah. Everyone and, can have and fun. You say day out, but it was it was like matinee, so it was like three o'clock, and we came out at yeah. like four, and we're absolutely hammered, yes. and it was still light. <laughs> like you know, when you come out the cinema and you're like, oh, it's still the daytime. <laughs> yeah, been a really sleepy. Yeah. yeah, yeah, absolutely through the day just to be. <laughs> yeah, no, worth it, worth it. Yeah, fantastic. Got, there's a little, um, there's like a little container bar next to it um, that must be just raking it in. It's like the only bar, because there's nothing else around. They would have hit them. They would have been like, oh, what do you think that would be good for business? And then suddenly yeah. <laughs> just <laughs> overwhelmed. Yeah. Smashing it, yeah. yeah. Hilarious. Okay, love that. We move on to a little bit of ABBA in the evening. Yeah, definitely. ABBA. We'll have a bit of ABBA. I wonder if Nina would sing along to ABBA. Oh, God, she'd kill it, yeah. Yeah. I reckon that'd be good too. Okay, so the main event, let's talk about food and drink. We can talk about them both together. So as you go through, if that's easier rather than doing them, them separately. separately. Sure. So mm-hmm. I, uh, I would be uh, remiss not to, to have an aperitif in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel like I just, I'm going to I'm gonna be... Uh, I'm going to have, I love to drink something while I'm cooking. And yeah, usually 100%. what I'm drinking while I'm cooking is what the first guests get to have a bit of as well. So I think I'll probably have a bottle of these days on the go while I'm cooking. So I don't want to get too drunk. So I'm yeah. cooking. So, <laughs> so I'll have a bottle yeah, of that game. open. Exactly. Which, which, I um, I've lost many times. <laughs> <laughs> which, um, which one are you drinking? Uh, I think I'll be drinking the Sundown because it's so it's really approachable. Yeah. So that's that's one blood orange. Um, yeah. So I'll be drinking that, and then when the first guests arrive, I have a couple of glasses, maybe crack a bottle where everyone's still sort of standing up, milling around. Yeah. Um, and everyone can have a little glass of that. It's a nice way to sort of get everyone in the mood, have some nibbles, have some crisps, which I bought from the shop. Crisps I bought from the shop with hummus, also from the shop put in a bowl, give it a little swirl, add some oil and some chickpeas. Everyone thinks it's yours. Fine. Perfect. Done. Yeah. Agreed. Uh, so that, that's, what, that's what I'll be doing. Um, yeah. To start. What, um, what flavour crisps are you, uh, are you going for? Uh, I always panic when I get in the shop and get something weird, but because I probably would have gone to the shop that does a nice hummus, <laughs> I would have got the little, maybe like some sort of taco-y, like triangle things. Yeah. I always panic though because uh, there'll be too many choices and I'll, I'll get something with. I think they do the ones with the lime, like kind of lime flavoured. I like them. Those are good. Especially if I know I'm yeah. getting some dips and you don't want anything too too big with the dips. I mm. Yeah, agreed. Cool. Um, so you've got your spritz and your snacks? My spritz and my snacks are start. And then I always like it. I mean, as, as I've said already, I think dinner parties are great when you know, everyone's bringing something when it's a bit of a team effort because, like I said, I'm not, I don't love the limelight as a chef. Like, I'm perfectly fine, but I'm not here to show off. It's not about the food. 
So mm-hmm. what I would like is if the guests bring a dish, I'm always a massive fan of that. Um, so I think what I'll be doing is probably some bits to sort of go around what people are bringing. So I think I'll probably mm-hmm. do like, I really, really want to cook. I love cooking in big pots. The bigger the pot, the better. Mm-hmm. So I would probably do like a big pasta dish, like a big, big bowl of spaghetti and tomato sauce or something. Yeah. Something I can keep really simple and really focus on doing the simple bits, but with really tasty ingredients. So I'd get, make sure I get some really nice tomatoes, get some really nice basil. Um, Yum, yeah. And so that's probably one thing I'd do. And then, yeah, I think I'd love it if, if my guests brought brought some bits. Um, so I would love for for Stanley Tucci's character to bring the timpano because I think that would be an incredible showstopper. And it's like, mm-hmm. it's always good when people bring, you know, bring bring something they've made at home because often my guests are better at cooking than I am. So I think we'll have like a couple of salads, a couple of nice salads we should bring. Um, maybe like um, some, some I guess like a smaller meat dish so the meat eaters are, are catered for. Uh, my friend uh, and my, my housemate Joe does this incredible like um, vegan bites that are, uh, he makes them with What's that bread? It's like a wheaty, it's like gluten bread. You get gluten and you put it in a bowl right. and mush it up and you can make uh, little bites with it. And they, he basically just like deep fries them and then you do them with mm-hmm. little sauce, little, like little nugs. And they are Yum. really, really tasty. So I do some of them. Um, and then I would try and make a dessert. I'm not, I always, whenever I finish a big meal, I've entered a real rut at the moment recently of finishing a gigantic meal for some reason saying having the feeling that i could eat like a black forest gateau there's something about the flavor profile <laughs> that for some reason when i'm really full i think i would love to I have, one have of those. That. <laughs> so i think for the mains yeah i think start off with the spritz and snacks and then the mains yeah. i would have i'd make a like a pasta dish and maybe a salad and then guests need to bring something nothing too crazy yeah. but just like something simple something that can people can pick out like myself and then, well we've got we've got bob's fish as well we've got bob's fish yeah bob's bringing the fish so can is he bringing tempano. the fish cooked he can bring i'll put it on barbecue, put it on barbecue. Fine. perfect um so we'll do that so that'll be good um and then nina i'm not sure what she's got but she can she can sort something out she'll be fine i'm sure <laughs> she's got she's got some she's got some recipes yeah. um <laughs> so i mean that's not my problem that like, she's got to <laughs> she's coming she needs to bring something um, you sort it out either. so she can do that and then that's so that sort of mains taken care of um and i also the good thing about having guests bring food i think is that no one knows what everyone else is bringing so everyone usually makes something quite big which means that stuff doesn't get finished and then you can have the main course then i like to have some cheese i'm going to prepare anything properly i think if i was really thinking about a dinner party having some cheese and some crackers is always good because people mm-hmm. love that when they're drunk and also you can get some really good stuff and it tastes actually really really good <laughs> yeah. so but since we started the bar where we have we got our cheese from neil's yard and some of the stuff we've had has been absolutely banging has really given me a new appreciation for the cheese as a genre so mm-hmm. i would make sure i got some really nice cheese and some nice crackers so hopefully what's your um what's your go-to cheese for a cheese board I think it is great to have a goat's cheese is always good. Mm-hmm. Like a nice creamy goat's cheese. 
I'm not a massive fan of it, but I think it's important to have a little bit something a bit stinky and blue, right? Just just yep. just for the for the performance of having it. Uh, yep. And then I had a cheese actually that I have been uh, taking home in slices in my pocket at the bar, which is been described. I'm not actually sure what it's called, but it's been described as it's like a Comte meets a. Uh, like a parmesan it's kind of like it's creamy mm. but it's also quite hard it's a hard cheese but mm, it's like kind of nutty comedy. but it's quite creamy mm. as well it's really 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 tasty um so that hybrid that hybrid strain is what i would have um and then some just really good like irish crackers mm-hmm. um nice some people to pick at yeah. and some grapes on there as well yeah yeah that's perfect like slightly drunk addition isn't it yeah exactly and then also you want enough hopefully there's enough food left over that people can keep picking you know as uh as they get down to to the the last bottle of wine that kind of stuff and then the black forest cattle comes up because i yeah i i don't know what has been going on but i need to have one so i can just break (laughs) the cycle of finishing a meal and saying i can really do that um, yeah, you're gonna a, actually have to get one, though, you know. Yeah, but then, <laughs> I don't think I can make one. I'm not a great baker, so I don't think I can actually pull that together. There are too many elements. Mm. But I maybe I'll just stick. Maybe I'll just go for like a, just a more simple chocolate cake instead. Actually, it's a nice solid chocolate cake. My grand, my granny, or my mum's mum. Uh, mm-hmm. Wrote me this book when I was 18 about all her. She used to keep her recipes in a Oh, that's amazing. In, 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 like, written down. And um, when I was 18, she gave me this book of, like, she'd taken all the recipes that she'd collected and put them all into one book. And in there are three – she was a really good baker, and there were three chocolate cakes in there. There's, there's like, chocolate cake, economical, chocolate cake – I can't remember it's, like, normal. And the last one is chocolate cake deluxe. And wow. uh, chocolate cake deluxe was absolutely banging. So I think I need to make chocolate cake deluxe. <laughs> I want to make some of the stuff from that book. Um, so I think maybe I'd make chocolate cake deluxe would be my amazing. Really what an amazing thing to have! Yeah, it's great That's actually. So great. Yeah, it's full of loads of really old recipes. Obviously, and like some yeah. some of them are quite dated. There's lots of like yeah. mutton and like lambs, like innards and stuff, yeah. which is kind of weird. <laughs> but she moved around. A lot, so there's lots of stuff in there that I wasn't expecting to see from like I guess mm-hmm. places that she lived and stuff. But yeah, it's um, it's a. Uh, nice. It's it's, it's, a, it's a really good resource for picking weirder stuff that I wouldn't have expected to mm-hmm. find on like BBC Good Food. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so what are what are you drinking with the main with the mains. and the dessert? Uh, I because you've had your you've had your spritz. Yeah. With your snacks. At the I mean, beginning. I don't think the spritzes aren't really for. I mean, they're not really for for the main meal i think we'll have so i have the spritzes with the with the starters put them away i might i might batch some cocktails before i might mm-hmm. batch some negronis before maybe because that's a really easy thing to do you just mix them in a in a bottle and then you have to keep getting up and making stuff yeah. so maybe i'd do that so people can have people want something a little bit different we can we can accommodate I've tried to do it with margaritas yeah. before, but I am not good at making margaritas. So that, well, we'll not do that again. Got lime everywhere. <laughs> uh, I think we have to. It's a lot out. of li- it's a lot of lime juice. It's a lot of lime, and I'm very impatient, so I always try and yeah. like, 
and then stop it. Yeah. So yeah. I think we'd have slightly more long-winded. Exactly. We'd have some, so maybe some pre-batch cocktails, maybe some macaronis. There are some guys called Black Lines who make fantastic pre-batch cocktails in in a okay. bottle you can buy from a shop. So maybe maybe one of their margaritas actually they're really tasty. Um, okay. And then never heard of them. Yeah. Um, they're, no, they're really good. Um, and then some couple bottles of wine. So nothing too yeah. crazy. Uh, bottle shop, a, a, a cheaper cheaper bottle from a bottle shop. So like something independent, mm-hmm. but but nothing like too expensive. Um, yeah. Couple bottles of red. A uh, couple bottles of, of rosé, bottle of white. There we go. Nice. Covered all bases. Covered all bases. <laughs> Do you have a, if you're going to the bottle shop and you're picking up like one bottle of wine, what? What's your? Do you have a go-to or a couple of go-tos? Uh, there is a red choo-choo that I really, really like. Um, that's really tasty. And then also, um, the red that we have in the bar at the moment is is really good, really approachable, um, really easy to drink. Stands up with food. Um, nothing like. Really good flavor, but not too divisive. Not super, super bold. Um, that's a Cuvée de Galet, which is really, really nice. Um, but yeah, I like. like I don't like. Um, I like drinking wine, but I don't want anything that's too fancy. You know, you just want something yeah. people can enjoy, and it's gonna be easy for them to drink. You don't want people to be thinking about the wine too much. I don't think. I think you yeah. want people to be drinking it and enjoying the results of drinking it as much as you can. Yeah. <laughs> and then are you are you switching it up for wine and um for wine for cheese and dessert or just sticking, sticking uh, at that with point wine i'm going to be drunk so through. i'll probably just it's just be whatever's left i think it's always good to raid the fridge you want to make sure that you've got some auxiliary beers or some like baileys in the winter is always a fantastic yes. little thing to be able to pull out nothing but nothing better mm-hmm. than, than rounding off a, a nice Probably not for this dinner party because we're outdoors. I think it's probably going to be springtime. So yeah, maybe not Bailey's uh, no. just then. But um, it's always nice to have to have a little secret bottle of something you can pull out, a little a little birthday yeah. present that you haven't touched, um, some mezcal you forgot about, for example. Just yeah. uh, when you're really, really um, when you're when you're doing the rummage at the end of the yeah, night yeah, to yeah. just see what you can what you can pull out. Yeah, you, you need to you need to pre prepare for the rummage though. So. I think that yeah. <laughs> still cool, perfect. Okay, and then we touched on um, we touched on entertainment in terms of having a few games and poten- potentially having Nina do a little sing song. But have you got have you got specific specific entertainment ideas? I think with entertainment, with entertainment, I think it's always good i like it when it happens if it happens like organically you don't want too much organized fun you don't want uh someone trying to get everyone to play a game when when it's not when it's not the the mood there was a i was at a dinner party in my house recently and someone said oh do you want to play a game not in a sore way in like a fun way and (laughs) someone said oh yeah i'm feeling a bit silly and i thought i'm feeling a bit silly too actually and we played uh, the one where you take the names out of the bowl and have to guess what they are, and it was absolutely brilliant. Yeah. But everyone, it's because everyone was feeling a bit silly. So I think with entertainment, 
as long as it's happening organically, fine. Mm-hmm. Nothing to. I'm not going to be pre-preparing anything. It's got to be ripping yeah. paper out of a notebook to mm-hmm. make the to write the names down if we're doing the name game. Or um, the the name one that you're talking about. Can you explain it for anyone that's listening? That yeah. So it's the one where you you, you have to write down. I guess you have to write down the names of people, or I think it can be even be objects that everyone around the table knows. Or like, so it can be famous people, or it could be a friend that you all know. Mm-hmm. Then you put them in a bowl. The first round, you do it by speaking. The second round, so. You, Everyone goes. I feel like everybody team. plays this slightly differently. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. yeah. I, know, I think I've also played it. Yeah, I think the way that I've <laughs> done, also, I'm never the person to instigate, so I'm always trying yeah. to understand the rules yeah. secondhand. Usually, from so I wasn't listening from the person sitting next to me. Uh-huh. So I think the first round is usually you can describe the person without saying the name, you describe the, the person object without saying the name. It goes round once, and then you put all the names back in, and then you do it again. Uh, in the second in the second round, but you can only say like one word, or yeah. it always action. I think second the second round might be actions, so you can act it out. And then the third round is you can only say one word. Uh, and it, I'm really bad at it. Or I'm really good. It depends. It is hilarious. <laughs> it is such a good yeah, game. No, it it's awesome. one of ours that we always crack out at Christmas. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Also, um, very it, few tools hilarious. required. Like, it's really easy to do. No, like, no tools required. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, it's very funny. And it also changes drastically depending on the kind of group that you're playing with, I think. <laughs> yeah, there's, I mean, from my experience, there's always one group who you get who have that really, there'll be two people, usually it's three people in a team, and there'll be two people yeah. who have a really intense connection, or they'll be like, yeah. I know this one. No, they'll, they'll just say one <laughs> word, the person will get it immediately, and they'll be like, yes. <laughs> Yeah, it gets very rowdy. Uh, but you do need that. You do need that. Keep everyone but it's, it's, um, there's always also, I feel like there's always like a couple of like ruder or uh, more hilarious things thrown in. So like the further through the game you get, you go, I really don't want to pick that one up and <laughs> yeah, have to yeah, act yeah, it yeah. out. Yeah. <laughs> there's always someone doing an action and you think, do you know what the word is? <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, that is a good one. Perfect. So, so some no, some no pressure entertainment. Yeah, exactly. Like, I'm not going to make Nina get up and perform. If she wants, if it happens yeah. naturally, then we're not <laughs> you're going to be like, I did buy a keyboard, but yeah. I yeah. guess it's fine just, if you don't I've want always to. Had it. <laughs> the grand piano, that's always there. <laughs> no, no, no. Oh, funny. <laughs> okay. Well, I mean, if she did, wouldn't that be amazing? Yeah. Oh God. Yeah. <laughs> Little, a, uh, a three person audience for a Nina Simone. Uh, yeah, I think I'd probably cry a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> be tearing up. I think most people would, to be fair. Um, okay, amazing. Well, what a dinner party that sounds. Yeah, I'm actually kind of looking forward to it now. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> This is the Not, problem with yeah. this. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Not down. Yeah, I mean, next time I'm hosting one, I'll be looking around and I'll think, I do love you all. You're all my friends, but. You're not quite the guests I had in mind. <laughs> yeah, where, who's bought the fish? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, where's Bob? <laughs> yeah, no. I'll, I think I'm. Uh, a, I'm. 
I'm like three degrees of separation from Stanley Tucci, so maybe he's he's viable, possibly. But, okay. Uh, I'll, so I'll work those. I'll be working those connections once we we'll put <laughs> once that out in. into the into the universe. <laughs> yeah, Stanley, if you're if, if you listen to this, get in touch with me, please. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so good, so good. Right, so I have some quick fire questions for you. Excellent. To round everything off. Um, sweet or savoury? Ooh, savoury. Oh God, <laughs> sweet. Uh, Depends on the day. I'm panicking. Sweet. I'd say savoury <laughs> then sweet. This is my. I told you the black yeah. gateau. Like I have a <laughs> savoury. I'm gonna say savoury. Savoury. Yeah. You're gonna have to go and get yourself a black forest gateau. Yeah. I'm really hung up salivating quite a lot. Actually, <laughs> yeah, you definitely do. <laughs> you might have it and then be like, yeah, I don't know what that was about. <laughs> yeah. No, I'll be like, thank God that's over. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can go, I'm free. <laughs> free. Um, okay. Best restaurant you've been to? Ooh. I am going to say I best restaurant I've been to recently was the Plimpsoul at four legs running in Finsley mm. Park because it's real good. the food is really tasty it is full of hipsters like me which I do like a bit <laughs> um, but it is the food is really tasty and it's a really nice atmosphere relaxed yeah trying to not be trying too hard the right amount um, and I think I was lucky because the dinner that we the first time I ate there we had a we sat down about seven and we left at closing time and we sat at the same table all night drinking loads and having loads of tasty food and it was really friendly place um with really nice food great yeah it's really good in there i think it's like a gastro pub but with good Mm -hmm. food kind of and the menu changes all the time so it's different and i always always order stuff which is dangerous because then you're like well i have to order it because it's not gonna be here next time yeah exactly and but that always means i also always order stuff being like i know what that is and then it arrives i'm like i don't know what that is (laughs) try new things (laughs) Um, my husband is like low-key obsessed with the cheeseburger (laughs) yeah 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 as in i went i think the last time i went was with with my girlfriend who doesn't eat meat but she eats fish so she's she's okay but I did look at the cheeseburger and think, can I put a whole Dexter's away on my own and still be present at the meal? And I thought, mm. I'm going to have to pop this one, which was sad. But uh, <laughs> Every time really he good. goes, every time he goes, he's like, I'm just going to get, I'm not going to spend loads of money. I'm just going to get a cheeseburger. And I'm like, yeah, 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 cool. Yeah. yeah, right. Good luck. And then he comes back and I'm like, what did you have? <laughs> <laughs> Come on then, tell me, what have you done? <laughs> <laughs> Hilarious. Yeah, it's good in there though. Um... I've got this whole list of um, quick fire questions now and I keep adding to it. So every time I've done this, they've been different um, because I just have loads of loads of funny ones. But I had this conversation with um, my sisters the other day and I was like, I'm going to add that to the list. So go to meal deal. Uh, okay. Because I am a man of, of, of culture, my go to meal mm. deal is, <laughs> I think sometimes I'm going to get orange juice. Because yeah. it's good for you. Then I'm going to get a BLT <laughs> and I'm going to get okay, yeah. smoky bacon crisps and I'm going to open the BLT. I'm going to put the crisps inside yes. the BLT and then close it because I'm I'm a cook. So I uh, on a 
do that little uh, sort of the VIP, very rare double bacon BLT with the crisp. That's my. That's my I'm bit. not sure you can get better than a crisp sandwich. No, no. One that you made your no. own at your office One desk. One that you made you yourself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You can up, you can upgrade any meal deal sandwich with a yeah, yeah, crisps. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Definitely. Where um where would you be getting said meal deal from? Oh, I I don't I don't discriminate. I really don't discriminate. I don't Not have no. Nah, I I don't have um particularly strong opinions about like the boots versus <laughs> co op. I just usually if I'm getting a meal deal, it's a it's a marriage of convenience. So I'll be just popping in wherever. I'll just be happy they're there. I'm right. just like thank God yeah, that I'm you're right. here with the meal deal. <laughs> <laughs> I really needed this orange juice and yeah, sandwich really, today. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Finally, I'm going to be okay for the next hour, probably only. (laughs) Um, On the same same kind of vibe, takeaway of choice. Now, this is that is a great question because if there's one (laughs) thing that I am good at doing, it is eating takeaway. My favorite takeaway is, I think. When it comes to takeaway, it's best to embrace the, the, the format. I think it's good. Mm-hmm. And don't I would I'm not a fan of ordering from restaurants to the house or ordering mm-hmm. anything too nice at all, really, to mm-hmm. the house. If I'm getting a takeaway, I want it to be apart from maybe pizza is the only exception. I want it to be yeah. as full of regret and shame as I can make it. <laughs> so, so I but, think. So what is- my i so my ideal is probably the biggest the biggest indian takeaway i can i can i can budget for uh so yeah. i want i'm going to order a load of just the cheap like side dish curries like dolls yeah so then i've got i can eat them the day after and then i'll probably yeah. just get like yeah a load of the bigger mains uh but it's like really over order like really really yeah. aggressively over order and then mm-hmm. have like two days worth of food. That's my favorite. Mm. That's my favorite kind of takeaway. Yeah, and takeaway leftovers. You can't go oh, wrong. Oh god, nothing like nothing wrong. like it. Nothing like it. Nothing. In fact, when you like put whatever you've got left in one of the takeaway tubs, I have got. And then in the morning, a, that's what you get out. Yeah, I have got a pork uh, a pork dish from a Chinese takeaway from last night that I'm going to go and eat right after this. <laughs> <laughs> I just remembered. Uh, so hungry. Yeah. Now. yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> But yeah, I think, I think nothing, nothing too nice. You got, you got to get this, get greasy. You got to get greasy. Yeah, perfect. Um, a couple more. Something you always have in the cupboard, in the kitchen cupboard. Mm. We're really bad at keeping the kitchen cupboard stocked, so it's often quite empty. <laughs> but <laughs> I would say. Like if you've really got nothing in the house I'm, and you're like, I have to eat something. Yeah, well, I mean, what's I, usually the thing that you can like scramble together? So yeah, so that question sort of took me in two directions. Either I was thinking, what's that thing that I love to add to a dish to like mm-hmm. give it a bit of? Oh, thank God I got that. I'll just put that on there. Yeah. Um. So something like a really nice hot sauce can be good because mm-hmm. when you just need you've made something that maybe you're not finding that inspiring and you're like i'm just going to give it a bit of oomph and that can be really mm-hmm. good yeah that's a good one or just having always making do you have a, do you have a particular favorite hot sauce 
I do, but I don't buy them. I'm 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 a bad hot sauce person because I I consume them, but I don't buy them. Uh, <laughs> but my friends do, my housemates do. Um, but they always bring in back some nonsense, some boutique nonsense from the from the hot sauce so- hot sauce so- oh, hot, sh- hot shops. The, the hot, <laughs> hot sauce, sauce shop. shop. <laughs> um, so something like that, or just like a couple of really nice tins of tomatoes. I think those are. I can yeah. I can knock up a dish with 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 with, with them. If I've got that as the base, I can go mm. I can go to three different directions. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good one. Can't go wrong with it. You can always make something with a tin of tomatoes. You can just have tin tomatoes. Just <laughs> mash them up in a bowl. Have tin bit of salt. Um. <laughs> <laughs> if all you're, delicious. you're really desperate. <laughs> yeah. Actually, maybe I would say the thing that I would always it's good to always have in the cupboard is a jar of really good olive oil because that mm. is also another thing that can really take a dish up when you're salad mm. you're feeling a bit sad about the salad get some really nice olive oil on there it has to be a birthday mm. present though because it's hard to justify that purchase but yeah but you never regret that no, purchase no, 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 not at all not at all delicious uh yeah so we also yeah. have some saint rosalia olive oil super small batch like spanish stuff that's um it's really nice. tasty, so I recommend that. Lovely. Um, okay, last one. Go to snack. Ooh, go to snack, eh? Wow. I mean, I'm a massive. I pick like nobody's <laughs> business. Uh, so anything in the cupboard, I'll have a go at. Uh, yeah, <laughs> but. I have got a real uh, weakness for these cheese bites that my corner shop does. They come in packaging okay. that is incredibly uninspiring. Like the plainest packaging available is right. plastic, a clear plastic bag or packet that just says cheese bites, I'm pretty sure, on the front. <laughs> and it's got kind of an orange wrapper. And they just like... They taste kind of like Ritz crackersy, like that sort of fake cheesy, and then it's like a okay, biscuit yeah. kind of texture. Um, but they're great because they're a little bit salty, a little bit cheesy, mm-hmm. biscuity, a bit of carbs, and you can just get. If I'm waiting for dinner, pop to the corner shop, big bag of them for like quid fifty, and then you can just <laughs> grab absolute handfuls and just shovel them in, chomp them down, <laughs> fills you up a bit. I, I feel like I need to see um, a picture, so next time you go. To the corner shop. I need to know. It's kind of like one of those generic like corner shop snacks that you you see that you like. There's not a brand there, but it's a thing. That's definitely where they where they fit. The ones that usually say like a price on that actually doesn't end up being the price when you get. Yeah, yeah, yeah. RRP a quid fifty, but we're selling them for two pound (laughs) ten. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. But uh, I'll pay that. I'll pay it. Yeah, worth the premium. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. There's nothing like the shame of having finished a whole packet, though. That's what I would say. No. No. <laughs> but if you had fun. Yeah, it's worth it. It's worth it. It's it's worth do it, it once, certainly, just to see what yeah. it's like. <laughs> well, it sounds like it's not a one-time thing. <laughs> oh, no, no, you'll do it again. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I want more people to do it, so I have people I can yeah, yeah. talk Less to shame. about that shame. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> oh, amazing. Well, that was the last one. Great. Thank you so much. That Thank was so fun. Me. It was great. I really enjoyed it. It's uh, always fun to talk about talk about my dinner parties, and that's given me a lot of inspiration. I think for 
Yeah, take things up a notch. Yeah. I really want to do one in the bar, actually. I want to push all the tables back, get some... Yes, that would be so good. And then uh, get everyone down. Yeah, that would be amazing. Great shout. Um, Okay, do you want to let people know where they can find you guys on socials and stuff if they don't follow you already? Yeah, so we are on Instagram. We're These Days Drinks on Instagram. Um, So These Days Drinks. And then our... Website is www. Well, obviously it's www. It's 2023. <laughs> <laughs> I'll put it. Be, I'll put it in the show notes. Http. With these days drinks. com on um, uh, on the internet, I guess. And uh, if you want to come to the bar, it is on the Bermondsey Beer Mile, um, open Thursday to Saturday, a uh, hundred Druid Street. So sort of equidistant between Bermondsey and uh, London Bridge. So you want to come down Amazing. Thursday, Friday after work, and then Saturdays from sort of two-ish. Um, and if you come down, I'll be there, and I can actually give you the proper website and Instagram handles <laughs> without <laughs> adding on unnecessary bits. So, yeah, come down. Come down and say hi. Um, it'll either be Ollie or I or Johnny who are working, so friendly faces. Amazing. Amazing. Well, thank you so much. No problem. Thanks for having and, me. It's um, been a real pleasure. Have a lovely rest of your day and have a lovely holiday. I'm going to go and eat that bit of uh, takeaway that I forgot that I had. <laughs> so I'm going to... Thank you very Sounds much. Sounds great. Very jealous. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Thanks so much. All right. Amazing. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Dine With Me. If you enjoyed it, I'd absolutely love if you would subscribe and leave us a review. Being a brand new podcast, it really, really helps for people to find us. If we've inspired you to get hosting and you fancy yourself some playful tableware or you need help setting the scene for an upcoming event, you can follow us at Studio Dine on socials or check out our website, studiodine.com. I'll see you next time.